Big Sis Podcast. We love Big Sis. Yes, good morning, good day, or good evening, depending on when you're listening to this episode of the Big Sis Pod. I'm Karen Mason, your host, and this podcast series is all about keeping it real and just being the best that we can actually be. So if you can't allow anyone to take a photo of you without the pretty Snapchat filter on, well, then this podcast series may not be the right one for you. Just saying. Now, let's get this podcast started. It's no surprise that the current stats are suggesting that one in six couples struggle to fall pregnant here in Australia. And this is really no surprise because women are waiting a lot longer to start up a family, even though we're constantly reminded on a daily basis. Trust me, I hear it every day. But there is still hope for you. Joining us on this episode of the Big Sis Pod is Melanie McGrath. She is Australia's number one dietitian for women's health and the founder of Melanie's Eight-Step Fertility Booster. Welcome, Mel. Thank you so much. Hey, I'm really excited to catch up with you again. We have been crossing paths for many years within the media circles, so thank you for joining us. Oh, my pleasure. It's always good to catch up with you. So today we're going to be discussing optimising fertility. And how many years have you been a dietitian, actually? Uh, it's like, is it about 20 it's years? It's like giving away my age. I know. Okay. We, <laughs> well, 15 years, but there was eight years of study beforehand. Yes, yes. So you definitely, <laughs> so quite a while. you know your stuff, you know. And so basically over the years of either practicing or studying, you've come up with these really easy tips to probably get you started when you're actually looking at trying to fall pregnant. So let's run through three easy dietary changes that we could be looking at. Well, I think the first one is to make sure that you're meeting your folate requirements. And yes, a folic acid supplement is one way to do that. But we also want to be making sure that you're getting enough folate through your diet because folic acid supplements don't always actually have enough in them. So if you're somebody who is a bit overweight or if you have diabetes or if you've got a family history of neural tube defects or if you're a smoker, then your folic acid requirements are actually higher. So you need to not just rely on supplements, but also get a really good intake through your diet. Okay, so for someone like me that's not really very dietary savvy, uh, so when we're talking Mm -hmm. folate, what does that mean? Can you give us some examples of what kind of ingredients that is? Yeah, absolutely. So first of all, um, the word folate comes from the term foliage, so green leafy vegetables. So thinking baby spinach and broccoli and kale, they're really good choices. And actually, I've been doing a bit of media, like a few of my own YouTube sessions and so forth recently about green juices because a green juice can be a really good way to boost up your folic acid intake as long as it's freshly made and not a store-bought one. Oh, okay. Now, this is a very interesting. (laughs) I know because I see everyone in their, you know, active wear on the Gold Coast walking around with their green juices and, you know, they've probably gone and bought them. So can you run us through that? Like what's the difference between why is it different in the shop? Yeah. So folic acid is a nutrient that breaks down really quickly. And so if it's a store-bought juice, firstly, it's probably travelled around halfway around the country. And even if it hasn't, it's probably been sitting in the shop for a few days. So you're talking pressed juices that's in a bottle? Yep. So the ones that are in the bottles that you buy from the supermarket or from a pressed juice store or something like that, that's been sitting there for a couple of hours or a couple of days or a couple of weeks or maybe even a couple of months, that's going to have very low folic acid content. Right. Whereas if you go to a juice shop and they make it for you on the spot, or if you make your own juice 
fresh at home, then that's actually quite high in folic acid. Okay. So it's a great way to boost your folic acid intake. Oh, interesting. I just learned something new about pressed pieces. Okay, <laughs> And great. I will say that folic acid is not just important for women who are trying to conceive. It's actually really important for all of us. So it can help to reduce risk of depression, which is a massive thing for women. And it's just helpful for building new cells and so forth as that's well. That's so great. Really so important. good for mindset as well. That's yep. cool. Uh, so that's your first tip. What's the second one? Second one is um, to increase your intake of plant proteins. So you might have heard of Meatless Monday. That's a great way to increase your vegetarian proteins. So things like nuts and legumes, those types of plant proteins, okay. so some tofu or something like that. Mm-hmm. The research shows that that's actually really beneficial for our fertility as well. Okay, good, good advice. Okay, next one. Number three is to reduce the GI of our diet. So to go for a low glycemic index diet rather than a high GI diet. Okay, so run us through what's a GI diet. I'm really, <laughs> I, I'm really bad at this. I've never been worried about my diet. I've been quite blessed, and I've exercised over the yep. years, so I don't really look into my food. So anyone that like me doesn't know yep. what a GI is. What, yeah. is. what is it? So GI is our glycemic index. So it's how quickly our carbohydrates in our diet break down. So essentially, it means to get rid of sugar out of your diet, get rid of those refined carbohydrates, and choose grains and other carbohydrates that break down more slowly. And there's a few simple swaps that you can do. So for example, instead of having white bread, having a whole grain bread is a simple way to lower the GI of your diet. Okay. And any other examples? Yeah, loads. Um, So unfortunately for you, fruits from more temperate regions have a lower GI than our more tropical fruits. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just a a good old apple or, or a pear or an orange or even our beautiful stone fruit have lower GIs than uh, melons and mangoes and so forth. Oh, fascinating. (laughs) I can see why you've been busy for those 15 (laughs) years plus. So much to learn. Yeah. Okay, I did read something recently that if you lose weight, so say you have been overweight Mm. and you're trying to fall pregnant, if you lose the weight, is that really beneficial for increasing your chances with fertility? Yeah, if you're overweight, it's one of the best things that you can do. Really? Yep, and same thing if you're underweight. Gaining weight um, is one of the best things that you can do. And actually, another big thing that I've found uh, through my research is that it's not just people who are overweight, but often in the media, they talk about the skinny fat. Mm. So people who might be a size 8 or 10 or 12, but actually have a high percentage of body fat, that can actually impact your fertility as well. So you actually want to have some muscle mass too and have a low percentage of body fat. Oh, fascinating. Now, what kind of time frame? So say, for example, I want to get pregnant within Mm -hmm. 12 months. What's the best theory? How many months in advance are we talking? Yeah, well, it depends on how much change you need to make. So how much weight you have to lose or how much weight you need to gain or so forth. But I always say the earlier you can start, the better. So I love it when clients come to me and they say, I'm planning to try to conceive next year. So I've got a year to get myself healthy before, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to conceive. Whereas often I will have people say, I've uh, done four rounds of IVF. This is the last one that I can possibly afford. I'm in my mid-40s now. Um, I don't have many eggs left. So this is my last go and I'm doing it in four weeks' time and I have to lose you know, 30 kilos. And I'm like, ooh, okay. Okay, <laughs> this is a mission. <laughs> That's right. Let's do what we can. But, uh, yeah, so the more time, the better. 
Okay, awesome. Mm. Now, uh, there's plenty of like formulas out there, but what do you think are the most proven formulas that maybe the general public aren't aware of that, you know, they'd be like gobsmacked to think? Have you got anything that would sort of make us think, oh, wow, I didn't know that? Well, I think one thing is that IVF and, as you said at the start, fertility treatments are becoming so common now and so many people are struggling to conceive and so many people are trying to get pregnant at an older age. And often I'll see people, again, who come to see a dietitian as a last resort. I'd highly recommend women trying to see a dietitian earlier or doing something like my program where you're learning about the type of nutrients that you need to eat to optimize your body. There is never, ever a more important time in a woman's life to focus on their nutrition than when they're planning to conceive. So one of the things that I often say is women who have had dietary-related conditions like celiac disease or it might be Crohn's disease or diabetes or something along those lines, they've managed it really well for 20 or 30 years. But it's a time like this when you're trying to conceive that you actually want to see a dietitian and really optimise it and find out about the key new research on nutrients that can help to prevent it in your baby. Because the nutrients that you get when you're trying to conceive and get pregnant can actually impact upon the epigenetics of your baby and their future health. And so this is why I'm so passionate about this area is that we can actually change the health outcomes of our baby by what we eat before we become pregnant. Wow, that's beautiful. Okay, well, I'm learning a lot today. (laughs) Okay, now you have launched an amazing program for ladies wanting help preparing for their pregnancy. Now, can you talk us through what this program entails? Yeah, so it's my eight-step fertility booster, and it's basically a step-by-step program that walks women through the key things that they need to do to optimise their fertility. And so it includes things like a closed Facebook group, and it's actually a secret one, so nobody can know that you're in it because obviously when you're trying to conceive, you don't want somebody to see that you're in a fertility group. Yeah, fair enough. Um, So yeah, it's very, very secret. But there's lots of supportive women in there who are going through the same journey as you are. Um, And we do a weekly Facebook Live in that session to answer all of your questions and so forth. There's eight videos to motivate you and to explain not just what you need to do, but why you need to do it. And then there's some activity sheets so that you can personalise that information. We actually want you to sit down and work out, right, which nutritional supplements do you personally need to be taking? And, you know, how much weight changes do you personally need to be doing and what type of goals do you need to set? Because everyone's and different. Everyone's and I think that, different. Yeah. I think that's so confusing for everyone because it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I've been told this and that. But it's very individualised, yeah. That's right. So the program aims to really give people the theory and then help them translate it into their own unique situation. And then you've got me there, like a dietitian in your pocket, to answer all of your questions. And we've just had such great feedback from it. Oh, I could imagine. So how long, so say... You're saying it's eight steps. So mm-hmm. can you just take as long as you want or it's an eight-week program? How long does it go for? Yeah, look, um, it is around eight weeks. Um, we usually do a couple of bonus weeks. <laughs> just to, You're very kind. Yeah, yeah, just because, you know, reality is people are busy. But at the same time, you don't want to let it drag on over months and months. So we find We've that's all a, got courses where we leave it and then you don't get <laughs> quite back to it, do you? So it's better to stick to it, I think. That's right. Yeah. And, you know, you can still finish it later if you 
don't get it done, but we really encourage people to work through it over those around about eight weeks. Amazing. Okay. Well, I'm absolutely loving what you're doing and you're helping so many women because it is a stressful time and, you know, so many of us are wanting that family and there's a lot of struggles involved. So it's an emotional time. It's great that you're on board and that they've got somewhere to go. So congratulations for launching the program. Now, if you are interested in getting involved with Mel's program, you can head to her website. It's melaniemagrice.com. And if you want to get in, thanks to this freebie today, you can actually get onto that website and forward slash fertility. And there's a free fertility meal plan there attached. Okay. So I'm going to give that to you one more time. melaniemagrice.com forward slash fertility. Thanks again. And it's always a pleasure, Mel. So great to see you. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of The Big Sis Pod and don't forget to hit subscribe to the podcast and if you're loving what you're hearing, I'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a review. It's really going to help spread the word on what I'm trying to do here. And don't forget, you can also check out the fun videos that we pop up on The Big Sis Australia Facebook and YouTube channels. I'll catch you next time. Oh,